0: Good day, everyone. My name is Andrew Dialwis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. In today's session, I would like to discuss IAS 16. This is the accounting standard relevant to property, plant, and equipment. Your examiner has asked many questions in the past related to IAS 16 and the examiner has not been very pleased with the answers given by the students and this is stated in the examiner's report. So I guess it is important for you to know what is IAS 16, what are the key points to remember and the areas that might be examined. In this session, that is August 2016, we are looking at the pre-seen Thomas Fine tees. If you look at the financial statements of Thomas Fine tees, there are some clues. The first one is it states this is the draft financial statements. That means it has not been audited. It's not finalized as yet. So the examiner has the potential to ask you many things in related to this. Now, another thing which I picked up is looking at your cash flow. There are three things in the cash flow that really caught my eye. One is profit on sale of property, plant and equipment. The other one is... Cash flows from investing activities. Purchase of property, plant and equipment. Significant amount has been purchased. And there is a sale as well. Therefore, I think there is high probability that you might get a question related to IAS 16. Now let us look at the definition of property, plant and equipment. They are tangible assets that are held by an entity for use in the production or supply of goods or services and property plant and equipment is expected to use more than one accounting period. There are many stakeholders including your shareholders of course who will be quite interested in your asset base right the company's asset base because if you are going to get finance for the company the financier the banker would be very interested to find out the assets the tangible assets that you've got and even if you look at it from a shareholders point of view the shareholder is quite interested to find out Uh, the assets the company has and because it also reflects the potential value of the company. Property, plant and equipment should be recognised as an asset when it is probable that future economic benefits will flow to the company and the cost of the asset can be measured reliably. Now, there has been many questions related to the cost of the asset. The examiner has given you questions where they've put up a list of items and asked you to justify and state what are the costs that will be included as property, plant and equipment and the things that can be capitalised. So the cost includes purchase price, plus any directly attributable cost to bring the asset to the location and conditions necessary for it to be capable of operating for its intended use. And this will include things like site preparation, initial delivery costs, installation costs, testing costs, and professional fees. Even costs such as Dismantling the item, removing the item and restoring it at the site is included as part of the cost. And how about subsequent expenditure? You would say, as an example, Thomas Fine has bought an item, a machinery, and that machinery requires some significant upgrades. Would they be able to capitalise this item? And what are the rules related to this? Well, the rules are, if the expenditure improves the future economic benefits the assets will generate, then certainly you can capitalise it. If it replaces a component of an asset, it should be capitalised. But also remember to de-recognise the component that is being replaced. That means you need to deduct the cost of that item that is being replaced. However, any day-to-day servicing cost, maintenance cost, should be recognised in the Statement of Profit and Loss. IAS 37 clearly states how we should treat items related to costs of dismantling, removing, restoring machinery When we are capitalising the borrowing cost, it should be in accordance with IAS 23. Therefore, you can see that IAS 16 has two other IASs linked to it, that is IAS 37 and IAS 23. Let me give you an example of IAS 23 related to Thomas Fine Tees let's assume that Thomas Fine Tees purchased machinery for $500,000 and this was financed through a bank loan. Now, definitely the interest related to this, they're able to capitalise. However, there would be a situation where they might not be able to capitalise the interest and that situation may arise due to the following. Let's say the machinery was purchased in January and the technicians were putting the machinery together in the month of January. They were not able to do any work in putting the machinery together in the month of February. So it just sat idle. Now, in the month of February, as per IAS 23, Thomas Faintees is not able to capitalize that month's interest. So, in summary, a company can only capitalize the interest cost, if the activity is happening, if for some reason the company stops working on a machinery or any other item that they've purchased as a capital item for a time period, as per IAS 23, they are not able to capitalize it during those months. A very important point to remember. There are some definitions I thought might be quite useful for you, One is fair value. What is this fair value? This is the amount for which an asset can be exchanged between two parties in an arm's length transaction. Another one that's quite important is impairment loss. This is the amount by which the carrying value exceeds its recoverable amount. Then what is carrying value? carrying value is the amount at which the asset is recognized in the statement of financial position after deducting accumulated depreciation and impairment losses sometimes referred to as net book value now that we have got some of the key definitions underway let us look at another area which is important to you IAS 16 states, all subsequent measurements of property, plant and equipment can be done in two ways, either cost model or the revaluation model. A company can use both these models. However, it should use only one model for a particular class of asset. So what about the revaluation model? So let's look at the revaluation model, that is carrying value equals fair value minus accumulated depreciation minus accumulated impairment losses. And what is the cost model? Cost model is carrying value equals the cost of the asset minus accumulated depreciation less accumulated impairment losses. So the difference between these two models is one is using the cost and the other one is using the fair value. So do you remember what fair value is? So just to recap your memory, fair value is the amount for which an asset can be exchanged between two parties in an arm's length transaction. So this means... I would have purchased an asset for 100,000 but the fair value might be 120,000. This means I have a buyer who is willing to buy it at a higher price than what I purchased. And there has to be some justification as to why it is 120 and not 100. And the increase in cost may be due to the improvements that I have made to that particular asset or some value addition that I have done to that particular asset. In 2017, the examiner has examined IAS 16 in February, May and in November. So there is a high likelihood that this can get tested in August 2018 as well, especially due to the fact that there has been some purchases made by Thomas Fine during the year, and we see that there's significant amount of purchases that has happened. The scenarios related to IA16 can be acquisition of assets, the cost associated with it, is it acceptable, can we capitalise these uh, costs or not, Uh, And also, you should be very clear in providing the justification as to why you will be capitalising or you will not be capitalising certain costs. Disposal of premises, according to IAS 16 and IFRS 5, is another question that may come up because we have acquired assets as well as we have disposed assets. So, I think there are quite a number of areas related to IAS 16 that you should look into with regards to Thomas Fine teas. I hope you found this session useful this podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access and I'm your host Andrew D'Alvis thank you